everybody. Welcome to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. I did a webinar for MGMA about a week and a half ago or so. And the, it was a two-day webinar, an hour and a half each day. And we talked about pivot tables. And that's what I want to spend a minute on today. It's just the whole idea of pivot tables. Some of you know on uh, like Twitter and YouTube, and whatever, I'm Pivot Table Guy. I do a ton with pivot tables. And if you haven't seen pivot tables, I want to encourage you to try. We encourage you to watch some of the videos on my website or Google something or play with a pivot table that somebody else has built for you or, or uh, started for you. The way to... I yeah, there's, it's Valentine's Day is coming up. There's no better way to say it. There's no better way to fall in love with pivot tables than to put your own data in one. Rather than do fake data or some sample data or used car inventory on the internet or whatever, get your data in a pivot table and it's amazing the insights that you can get. So in the webinar, we had some sample, oh, several pieces of sample data. And one of them was, hey, I want to understand where my revenue is coming from. So we look at the revenue dollars. And obviously, the first thing your physicians are going to want to know is how much of it belongs to me or did I earn or generate or whatever. But once you understand the revenue dollars and you've got it in a pivot table, you can slice it as many different ways as you've got data. So you can say, all right, if revenues are up last month or down last month or whatever happened, are they up or down because my pair mix changed or because my procedure mix changed? Did I do fewer surgeries or fewer procedures or a different kind of procedure? Or, you know, what was the impact of this change or that change in terms of time off? Or maybe we did uh, a different marketing effort and it did or did not generate revenue. And you can really drill down and slice your data with this pivot table to get a sense for where is my income coming from and why is it going up or down? And if once you get to that, you can say, oh, well, this referring physician cut back or this this practice is all of a sudden sending a whole lot more or my partners are working harder or my partners aren't working as hard. You can get your arms around some of the collection data. Another sample data set that we played with where pivot tables are just tremendously helpful in this webinar was we were playing with sample reimbursement data to do some pair contracting kind of things. So if I'm, you know, at this stage of the year, hopefully most of your 2019 claims have been adjudicated. You may still have some stuff banging around from December or whatever. But if you can grab all those 2019 adjudicated claims into a pivot table and say, all right, I want to see what's being allowed by CPT code by payer and trend that across payers and say, what are, you know, where are my top 20 CPT codes and who are my top payers? And if I take those top CPT codes and those top payers, can I get, oh, 60, 70, 80% of my revenue from those top codes, from those top payers, and then understand, you know, Aetna's doing this and Blue Cross is doing that and Cigna's low on this but high on that. And once you've got that data, you can really drill down and say, all right, where am I underpaid relative to the market or relative to what the other payers are doing? And really focus your payer contracting issues on, for this payer, it's these six codes. For that payer, it's none of those codes. It's these four entirely different codes. And you can really understand what's going on. Another thing the pivot tables did for us in this uh, webinar that we were playing with is you can say, well, I want to see what my, not just what my average reimbursement is by pair, but is there some variation to it? Am I being paid consistently by pair? And a pivot table can help you see that too with a maximum and minimum values to say, hey, you know what? When I get paid, it's great, but I only get paid, you know, two thirds the time or less. And why am I getting so many denials and some of those kind of things? The other thing you can do with pivot tables that we did in the webinar, and I did this past week when I was on site with uh, practice in Florida, was to try to understand some marketing kind of issues. Where are my patients coming from? A couple of the practices that I worked with in Florida, they were relatively new. And what they wanted to understand was, okay, where is our growth coming from? 
what part of town or what referring physicians or you know what type of patients. One of the pivot tables we did for uh, an OB group down there was show me the age of my patients. So we, we dumped all the uh, patient data into uh, Excel, built a pivot table, and then grouped by um, decades. So we said, all right, how many patients are in their teens, their 20s, their 30s? And we did this for two different OB practices. And one was a lot, well, they're, they're OB gen practices, I should say that, because one of them was a lot more OB, a lot more patients in their 20s and 30s, and it really tapered off dramatically after the decade of their 30s. Whereas the other practice was a lot more gen focused and a lot less OB. And their, as we charted their patient ages, skewed way further right as they were not dealing with so, so many OB things and they were after a different target market of women to the practice. It's the kind of data that without a pivot table, it's really hard to see. But with a pivot table, it's really easy to see and to chart and to slice and dice and say, what if we look at it this way? What if we look at it that way? What if we only do 2019? What if we include 2018? I do pivot tables for most of the groups I work with. We'll pull the data out of their practice management system. And there are insights that I think are hard to get almost any other way. Yeah, they're canned reports and crystal reports and stuff like that. But typically those reports, you run one. You say, well, that wasn't quite what I needed, or I want to look at it a little bit different. You got to start all over again and, and reset your parameters or your filters or whatever and start the practice again. It's not nearly as fast, not nearly as intuitive, and I don't think nearly as insightful. It's just throwing some data in a pivot table and playing with that data. Next time you get an opportunity, get your data in a pivot table. If you're not familiar with pivot tables, there's a bunch of videos on my website that can get you up to speed. If you can't get data out of your practice management system, Find somebody that can. I do it for practices all the time or get your local, um, your internal IT department or somebody there on site to help you find a way, get to your data, get in a pivot table and change the way you see your data in your practice. I hope these ideas and these uh, big ideas podcasts are helpful for you as you think about using data to make your practice better. Stay tuned. I've got another idea for you next week. Thanks for joining me today. 